Good evening, everyone. This is episode five of Let's Talk Testimony. And today I'm speaking with Jaren Isabel of Isabel Studios and Isabel Academy. Just to introduce you to Jaren, he is like the epitome for me. He's just the epitome of walking by faith. He is a visionary. Jaren, I just watched you step out on faith so many times with like just got big God visions and just seeing God met you. And so that has been just an encouragement for me and my walk to walk by faith. So I do want to say that to you. And and just I feel like um, it's not it's more than just having the vision because you so many people have visions, but you actually like take the faith, which is an action. You know, the word talks about faith being action. So you actually take the faith behind it and put it to action. So that has been an inspiration to me and my walk. I want to tell you that. And just thank Aww. you for being here. <laughs> Thank, and you for having me. Thank you for having me out here. I'm super proud of you doing this. It's super dope. Thank you. And the faith thing, yeah, I think God gives me these visions because you know I'm crazy enough to do them. So I think his <laughs> faith is a big part of it, but he said, this boy's up throwing off. He's going to do anything. He's going to do whatever I got popping his head. So I think that's why I got this thing to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, Teresa, I'm just going to jump right in. And my first question that I have for you is, what impossible thing has God done in your life? I know there might be many, but what's the one thing that sticks out to you to share today? Um, I would say, because I, I kind of don't look at stuff as impossible, but maybe <laughs> something that people kind of find irregular or not common um, as far as my life goes is being able to do what I do. Okay. Especially being out of Huntsville doing it. You know, in our market, which for most people in the business is like unheard of. They're like, why are you still there trying to do this? Or why you don't just move here? Or why don't you just move there? And constantly amazed. And I'm amazed too by the amount that God uh, allows us to do. Which is like you said, just having the faith and not really worrying about well, I'm not here and I'm not there and I don't know this person or I don't have this or I don't have that. And mm-hmm. Just not looking at what you don't have and where you're not and looking at where you are and trying to listen to the tune in or what God is, is telling you to do. You know, that's as far as not to say that's everybody's journey, mm-hmm. but for me, that's been my journey. I feel like you can't just my question on how they did what they did or what they're doing, they're doing because it's specifically for them. Like, it's not going to happen that way, that specific way ever again for anybody else. <laughs> so, right. I think like it's, it's kind of, I would say, to answer, to answer your question before I go off on a tangent, I would say being able to do what I do where I'm at and oh, yeah. with what I am, which is really nothing. <laughs> it's like every yeah. time I start, it's like, the, the true definition of manifestation, you know, so. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And, and just you in that, I feel like you just, like, you have, like, not only do you have, like you said, the desire and the uh, gumption to do it, and God knows you'll step out in faith and do it, but, like, just the fact that you make room for him and just realize that, like, that's when he can come in when we realize, like, hey, I can't do this in my own strength. And I think that's what we miss it so many times. So, yeah. that, have that awareness and that humility to be like, God, you don't have to do this, <laughs> and yeah. and believe that he'll come through. Like, 
Yeah. And you really have to, like, I'm doing, like, certain challenges in life. Like, if you're really going to go for something, you really have to do that. Like, there's no way around it. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times if you have resources, um, you kind of take it for granted, take God for granted more. But mm-hmm. the less you have, I feel like the closer you're going to be to it. And that's in the Bible, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, and I'll say unless I'm talking about, like, as far as, like, resources, you know what I mean? Like, resources and, and we can say money, but, like, it comes in different forms, you know what I'm saying? Like, God could give you relationships, God could give you discernment, God could give you, like, that good instinct. When you think, when you say, oh, something is telling me, or that good is telling me to do this right now at this specific time, and everything just lines up just, like, in an unbelievable way that people can't believe it, or just, you know, he makes stuff happen, you know, that, that doesn't look like money, you know? I think so, right. we know it's yeah. No, like you can't mistake it was him. Like there was nothing else there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I think that's the time like he really shows up and shows out. Like when it's bleak and there are it looks like there's no resources and mm. it's like your back is against the wall. Now I will say like I think a lot of times we throw a lot of stuff on God that's not God. I'm just gonna be honest. Okay. Like stuff okay. we wanna do. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like some yeah. stuff is just human will, like, and we try to throw God on a lot of it, but some stuff we just want to do, and he'll help us do, you know, as long yeah. as I feel like it's not contradicting his word or his will for us, but some stuff we just want to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, and then some stuff, you know, God puts on our hearts to do it, we might not want to do it, like, we might not wake up and want to do it that day, but it's like, he's called you to do it, you know what I'm saying? So, not every time, which I think is kind of like a misconception with our generation and the generation coming up after us is that everything God tells you to do, you're going to want to do it. That's mm. not true. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be smooth. Yeah. God told you to do something, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. You're not going to always want to get up and do it in the morning. Or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it could be actual work. You know, like, I feel like we try to mix God's will and what we want to do, which is a lot of times nothing. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we just want an easy, smooth sailing life. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times what God calls us to do is heavy work. And it's a lot of responsibility. So, and it's stressful. Yeah. Ooh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you know like, it's all the things that, you know, a lot of people don't want to do, but, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's funny because I think I think Kim's watching now. But I was talking to Kim on episode four, and she was we were talking about how that emotion aspect, like that's not gonna always like if that emotion's not there, it don't mean that uh you stop like that. Exactly. <laughs> that. Well, we just want to say, well, God, God, you know, he he ain't telling me to do it, or he's not like we we put on how we feel on how God feels. That's not. <laughs> Yeah. That's not, no, that's not it. Like, so I think too, like being prayerful and being able to separate what we want from like well, maybe mm-hmm. what God wants us to do. You know what I'm saying? And what we're being called yeah. to do. It, it could be the same thing, but it could be different. You mm-hmm. know, like it could look different than what we think in our head it should look like. You know, so. Yeah, for sure. Do you think that's the difference between like doing 
God's will versus your will. That's the difference between whether you're going to find like, like in your instance, like you stepped out and seen God's major provision. Are you saying that's the difference between stepping out and like nothing happening versus like having that breakthrough? I, I mean, I don't know. Like I can only go by my experience. Okay. Like I can't, like I hate when people talk and they talk for everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. like I don't, I can't say what everybody else is doing. Like, I don't know. I mean, I go by what they're telling me, but I don't know like what's really right. happening. So I can only right. go by like what, like I've been through, and for me personally, it kind of comes as like these visions and like, or kind of like ideas pop up. But mm-hmm. or I'm reading like the Bible, or I'm reading the Word, or I'm just doing something, and or something kind of comes to me, and the idea sparks. I used to get a lot of ideas from Pastor Elliot's apartment that we used to go to. Like mm-hmm. I got the ideas yeah. from both the disciples from that and the Wars, and like I try to get inspired a lot by the Word itself in my work. You know, like I said, that looks different for everybody else, more than likely. But for me, and like being able to have a gift of communication creatively, I feel mm-hmm. like God gave me that gift for a reason. I mean, I can definitely use it for selfish reasons and go out and do whatever, you know, I feel like it's going to make me money or it's going to be successful or people are going to be like, oh, this is the greatest thing since whatever, like. But I choose to, I guess, go the hard road, <laughs> the road less travel, which is yeah. doing like projects and doing these films and doing these, you know, visions that a lot of times don't make any sense. Or from the onset, it's like, what is he doing? Or what is this going to be? It looks like it might be interesting, but what, what is that? Yeah. You know. But for yeah. me, it's like I know because he told me. But it's like you have to produce it; it has to manifest for people to see that. You know. Right. And that's the part I feel like God excels in is the execution part. You know what I mean? Like we definitely faith without works is dead, so we definitely gotta do the work part. But God really show out in the execution in ways that He wants you to say like He did it. You know what I'm saying? Like He wants that credit for it. Like He yeah. wants you to say, Yeah, the project that you want to do is so fantastic, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't bring Him glory, oh yeah, what was it, what was it for? You know, like what, and I feel like people need to see God in that, you know, like not just you, we doing any and everything and then want to say, I thank God. And people looking like, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah, you can thank God, but I can't see him. So it's like, yeah. I think that's important too. Like whatever we doing, whatever business we in, that the way we treat people mm-hmm. in person, you know, in private, on camera, off camera. Yeah. Like, all of that, people should see God in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people should see the Lord in that. People should see service in that. People should see hope in that. People should, and, and not just in what you're doing, but in their own lives. And like, not trying to aspire to be something that's not godly. You know, I feel like with gifts and stuff we have, a lot of times, it's a slippery slope because you can go down the that route of self-gratification, putting yourself on a pedestal, you know, adorning yourself with clothes and jewelry and yeah. everything, and then trying to say, well, God gave it to me. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, like, it's, that, I, 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 I try not to speak on that, because again, like I said, I'm going to go by, by yeah. me, but, you know, I feel like people, it's tough. I mean, the society we live in, like, we glorify money, we glorify wealth, we glorify what appears to be happiness, 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of those things have nothing to do with God. I mean, yeah, God wants us to be happy or whatever, but I mean, buying a diamond ring yeah. <laughs> from sales is like, yeah, you can throw God on that, but like, it's a ring. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's, it's materialistic. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I just have, for me personally, I have a lot of com- conflicting views on like materialism and like, how we view stuff and oh yeah you know like i said some stuff we just want some stuff we want some stuff we want to do like yeah. you know yeah no that's real and that whole about the whole god of self things actually something i've been seeking god about like trying to break down certain things but especially like self-righteousness so yeah it's just and just looking at scriptures on like boasting in christ and things of that nature so i completely get where you're coming from about refocusing and having like the right kind of um understanding of everything at the surface level like what really matters like what am i to boast about what at the end of the day what is eternal you know exactly exactly not no temporary stuff but you know if it's temporary or not because it's temporary it's gonna pop it it is gonna die like (laughs) whatever you're doing but if it's something working for God, like, it's going to continue. He's going to continue to give you provision. He's going to continue to give you visions. He's going to continue to give you resources. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get stressful. It's going to get tiring, but just persevering through it, you get to see some really amazing things happen and doors open that you just like, where there go God again? (laughs) Here we go again, you know, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Jermaine, has there been a significant moment or a turning point in your walk with Christ? Anything that sticks out to you as significant in your journey? Um, um, really, for me, it's more kind of like a daily thing. Um, it's kind of like a daily thing, and it's kind of like an ongoing thing. I can't really specifically pinpoint out a, a time or because each time I do something or I try to accomplish something, to me, it's kind of like the first time that I'm trying to do something, even though I've done a lot, you know, in the years past. Every time I do it, it's almost like it's the first time. Like, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and I usually pray about it and yeah, get away from, like, what I call the noise, which is, like, public opinion, public emotion, my emotion, my feeling, my self-doubts, my yeah. you know, lack of confidence in myself or, or whatever the situation is or like all of that, I feel like it's just noise, you know, and it's like any move when like all of that is going on, like when you scrolling and you're seeing somebody looking like something big just happened for them or a door just opened or Somebody just bought a house, and somebody just bought a car, and somebody just had a baby, yeah. or something. Like it's just all yeah. this noise. It's just like, and really, okay. you know, it can kind of yeah. hinder. It can hinder, you know, God's voice from getting to you because oh, yeah. you're so self-absorbed just... and self-consumed with what you get going on. Like, so mm-hmm. I say for me, it's more like a daily thing, and just you know, I'm human like everybody else. Like I get up in the morning and scroll on Instagram for an hour, but it's like. <laughs> But because you know you want to know what's going on, but but at the same time, it's like knowing, like, okay, you know, and really just being real with yourself and telling yourself, like, my journey is my journey, you know, like my life is my life, like my walk is my walk, mm-hmm. and 
it's weird because people look at you like you looking at everybody else. But that's the thing. That's the thing. We're not looking at myself like other people looking at us. Yeah. So it's, it's really oh. weird. Like life is really weird like that to me. Like yeah. It's like the Twilight Zone. It's like, yeah. that's the trick. That's the trick. That's the enemy's it's like super crazy. Like, it's like we can see out, but we can't see in. Like, yeah. it's the craziest thing ever. But, yeah, I just kind of like try to pray about it and keep God, like, in the midst of what's going on. And eventually, his voice will come through. Like, if I if I keep praying, if I, it's going to be a lot of distractions. One day I might fall off or a week I might fall off or a month I might, you know, get distracted. But eventually, if you keep coming back to him, the noise is are settled and then you'll get it and you'll be like, okay, I see it. You know, like yeah. and that's a great feeling. Yeah. That is a I say that is a great feeling when you get that feeling that you like, I see it. You know what I'm saying? When you see it and when, or you hear it or have a guy communicate to you, mm-hmm. like and you know it's him. Oh yeah. You know, not like going back yeah. to the exam like, God, did you tell me? If you were asking yeah. like that, he ain't told me. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna need to praise them up because it's like it's yeah. clear, like it's yeah. it's crystal clear, and a lot of times it don't make sense. But mm-hmm. normally, it's for the service of somebody else. It's what I come to find. Like okay. it's it's not really self serving, you know. So that's kind of like how I kind of look at. But to answer your question, I don't really have a specific because I hate trying to use the movies and all this stuff. It's like oh. When this movie happened, or when this yeah. opportunity happened, or when I met this person, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, some stuff is just life. Like, yeah. we can't throw God on it. We try to throw God on everything, and some stuff I'll be like, God be in the heaven, like, don't put my name in there. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Mention- I had nothing to do with that. Like, and later on, you know, something happened, and you know, people be looking like, uh, I'll be like, guys, be like, don't put my name in everything. Like, something that we want to do, like, and it's okay, like, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but just going back that's to hearing like, hearing God's voice with certainty there is literally like you said there's nothing like hearing his voice or knowing that he told you something like after you've been wanting and desiring to like father which way do I go like there's literally nothing like that yeah 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 true. Like that. is there anything like currently specifically that you feel God is teaching you right now in the season of your life or anything that you're learning specifically Definitely patience. Like, you can tell now, like, before I first started to do, like, work and films and, films and stuff like that, I feel like life is kind of like a video game. Like, okay. especially if you got, like, a faith walk. It's like you got okay. level one, you know. And I feel like God is, like, as the game programmer, yeah. he's, like, getting a kick out of all of this. Because yeah. like, he know our hearts. He know our intentions. Yeah. Like, he know us. So I feel yeah. like, we down here do what we got to do. Like, I feel like he just, as a programmer, just, like, getting a kick out of it. Like, so you like, level one. You know, it's, it's kind of easy. You breeze through it, you know what I'm saying? You want to do something or whatever. It's like, ah! It's like, being level two. Yeah. It start off, and you thought you was going to hit that, uh, you going to hit that brick or hit that, you know what I'm saying, extra man yeah. or whatever you thought you was going to get, and you don't get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you're yeah. like, okay, like, okay, <laughs> you try it again, it's not, it's different, you know, like, it's yeah. different. Oh, yeah. You got, oh, you yeah. different distractions, you got different demons coming in, so you got okay. different, so it's like, each time you complete a board, and you, you know what I'm saying, strengthen yourself spiritually, it's going to be another level, you know, so it's like, for me, I feel like, 
right now for me, I feel like it's like patience. Okay. For certain stuff to line up in life, and I feel like he maybe did this to me so I wouldn't be defeated or whatever, but some stuff in life, he's got to work a little harder to make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not always going to be like this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it might be like that. And then that encourages our faith walk. And we like, oh, God, I know you did this. So I know whatever I do next, I know you got me. And then it's going to look different. You know what I'm saying? He's still there. And we still believe in him. We got beliefs. But it's like, okay, you say you love me. You say you believe in me. Let's try to get through this. You know what I'm saying? So... And each time we come out, if we keep going, we come out on the end, but it looks different. And each level gets a little more complicated, a little more, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to keep sending us the same test. Like, if you want us to get close to hell, like, it's going to be levels to it. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's tough. Like, I feel like the more spiritual you are and the closer to God you are, the harder and tougher it gets, honestly. Like, because you're so aware and so, I don't say smart, that's kind of a bad word to use, but you're so, make sure I don't miss my exit. Hold on, I gotta get it. Okay. I put my glasses on. <laughs> oh, I don't sure I don't miss my exit. You know, you put your exit on the interstate, you gotta drive six miles. Either. So, yeah. um, what I was saying? Um, about leveling up and, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you gotta, you gotta, each time, you know, you gotta level up and it's gonna get a little tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of we talk about going from glory to glory, and it also brings to mind the scripture of you know uh, meat being on meat versus milk, but just learning by practice. And, um, yeah, so and the wine skins, all new wine skins, and like all that. Yeah, it's like all the same thing. Like oh yeah, it's like your old stuff. Like you look back and you be like, why was I tripping on that? You know right. what I'm saying? Like I thought the world was for the year. Like. Yeah. Cause now you got this big Goliath going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's like levels to it. I mean, but it's cool. Like it's cool because you know God there, and He revealed Himself different ways. And, you know, like hey, you know, chill. Like I'm here. Like cool out. <laughs> but it's like it's tough, you know. Yeah, thank goodness He don't leave us where we are because <laughs> it's those babies that we were before, baby Christians. Thank you. Right. Right. <laughs> Duran, what has been the uh, biggest challenge in your walk with Christ? Um, what do you think? Um, I would say the biggest challenge would be to not look like, not look at the world and stand up for success or the way. And okay. just like, for me, like with being in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. it couldn't be more unspiritual. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, like, yeah. It's probably the most spiritualist <laughs> place you can be in as far as ideas and mm-hmm. um, mindset and point of view and it's just oh, yeah. not a it's just not a great place to grow spiritually. Um and to like come into it and like not buy not go by the rooms at all. Mm-hmm. Like somebody expect you to come in and do this and Look up at everybody like gods and mm-hmm. come big somebody, you know, some old older, I don't say old older person that's got money to believe in you and yeah. deal with self-confidence and 
them tearing you down and saying you ain't nothing, you ain't gonna be nothing, you ain't from this family, your mom and daddy ain't this, yeah. you don't have this, and what am I, what are you gonna do for me? Like all these, like I said, unspiritual <laughs> things, like it's tough, like it's really tough. And people see stuff on TV, and as Christians, we have it, we, we have it even worse because you would think that spiritual people in this world, like, would see you and, and try to be like, okay, we're going to do this or try to give you some type of like mm-hmm. path or something. But they, we, we are human. They're human too. <laughs> so they over there trying to think like, is that the way? Is this the way? Like they, they ride along with, we ride along with the world. Like, so yeah. it's really kind of, it's, it's, it's like a, it's almost like a, like you said, our episode of Twilight Zone is like that. Like, yeah. Not going, like I said, not going by the rules and really just sticking to like your guns and being like, no. And not saying like I'm Mother Teresa or something, like I'm my angel of perfect, like I ain't out here sitting and I doing whatever. Like I'm not saying that, but right. as far as like what you really want to do, like Pastor Elliot always told us the standards, you know, mm-hmm. like having standards about what you really want to do. Because if you don't get that, if you got integrity, like, yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> but the world would tell you integrity don't matter, like what you got in your bank account, like, how much that house was you you want to buy like how much you know so it's tough like it's tough and we see somebody on tv or we see somebody doing this or doing that or you know an artist or whoever not living by those standards that we hold so dear and apparently or perceivably prospering quote unquote how we see it and like we don't know but that's how it appears to us and making us feel our type of way about our walk and our relationship with god like it's all smoke and mirrors, you know oh. what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, it's not. It's just, it's crazy. Like it's, <laughs> I can't even. Like, if I was to tell you some of the stuff, like I see there, like you just would not believe it. Like, oh man, it's just crazy. It's just, it's crazy. And I just kind of like look and you know keep going and yeah. like okay, I'm gonna do this and like stay like on my on my little path, right. you know. And God just always there, like to help make it happen. Like, so I would say the perseverance and not getting caught up in like worldly standards on what I should be doing and how I should be doing, you know, doing my thing or whatever. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, that reminds me of just I can't remember what prophet God was talking to, but he was telling him basically like go influence these people, but don't be influenced by them. So that reminds exactly. me of <laughs> what you're exactly. saying. Like, just that's it. Yeah. Like, that's it. And it's like, but the thing about it is, God, like I said, again, God know our heart and going to know our spirit and our attention. So he's not going to throw us to wolves and let us get, you know, devoured. Here, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that we look at as disappointments or something that's not happening is, I feel like in my heart, actually him saving us from self-destruction oh, yeah. or some. Oh yeah. Past that we right. feel like, oh, this is it. Like if I just and he like bigger. <laughs> if you only knew what was on the opposite side of that line, like, but it's like we just gotta trust that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and just kind of it's, it's tough though. Like I said, I'm not gonna sit up here and say like it, it's tough because it's the exact yeah. opposite of what the world yeah. would say we should be doing. It's just the exact oh, yeah. opposite. Like. Yeah. So, like you said, it's in the Bible. Like it ain't nothing new. I'm saying, like he was there. I mean, yeah. if he had to, if he had to deal with it, what you think we are gonna have to deal with? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know. Yeah. Wow. 
That's, I just lost my turn. I was going to comment on that. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's real. I mean, that's real. Oh, I was going to say about the uh, the closed doors. If I didn't learn nothing else, it's about to rejoice in closed doors. But it seemed like I need that reminder each time a door closes. It's a video game. It's like <laughs> if you didn't have if, if you if you aced it, if we aced it, what would be the point of us? I feel like what would be the point of us being here trying to get a relationship with God if everything is gonna be smooth sailing and we're gonna right. everything is gonna be perfect? Like what is the use for faith? Like what is the use of us being here really? Like yeah. so I feel like it's going to be like that, you know? But I feel like we got to be smarter. Like, we know a lot of stuff, like how the world works. We see what the same stuff happens again. We see the same patterns. We see the same. And I'm a real, like, overthinker. So, like, a lot of times I'm doing something I'm supposed to be doing or I see something going down that I know is wrong. Like, it's almost like you can see it coming or you've seen it before. Or you know certain stuff don't oh, look yeah. or sound right away. So, you know, like, so it's just like yeah. we just gotta be smarter, you know, like and know like I know it looks like this, I know I'm hearing this, but this is not it. But that's hard because you're going against your very being, like you're going against flesh in the world. So Oh yeah. You know, wow. it's just, we just gotta constantly like be we just gotta we gotta be smart about it and not you know get too in our in our feelings. One of my friends, I forgot who told me this, or was this, we was talking about God and and, and like for real, being down here trying to live a, a right, a Christian life or the, the walk of Christ in this world, for real, for real. And we just being real with a lot of stuff. And right. sometimes like, we start talking about feelings and she was like, wait, hold on. Ain't no, I don't know. I can't quote you one scripture that, where God was talking about your feelings. <laughs> but that's not true, though. Like, uh, that's all human flesh. Like, uh, but those are the types of things that get in the way of us making decisions, like living yeah. how we want, like how we feel, like how we feel, how we think. Well, I feel like this. And when yeah. this is my truth, that I can't stand it. Like when we say my truth, like what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just got to hear my truth. What the hell is that? Like, yeah. who, who, that's what we want to do. Like who ain't got a yeah. truth? Like, so yeah. it's just like, we just right. got to be smarter. <laughs> It's different. Yeah. That way it's simple truth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, so we I feel like we sometimes we just gotta be smart about stuff. You know, like and we because a lot of times we know, we know, but it's just like we trying to overtalk or overthink or psych ourselves out of something or talk ourselves out of something, like but we be knowing, you know what I'm saying? So and that's in the video game where you start and you just keep dying on the board. (laughs) Same and the same. <laughs> you can't never get to the next level because you just bloop, like each time, like you just get taken yeah. out, like and you start the board over again. And it's like bloop, you take it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like we just gotta be smart. We gotta know the cheat codes. Like we gotta, we gotta get to the next level, you know? Yeah. But going back to the doors and what we were talking about earlier with social media, I think like that lie that I was just thinking that that lie is that that we're missing out, especially with you know feeling like we need to compromise to get what other people have, like what you were saying with the world. In the um, in that industry, like I think there's this lie that we're missing out, like so that yeah, but but the truth with God, God doesn't withhold. God has good plans for us mm-hmm. in our time and in our season, and 
in, in, in his wheel and in his timing. So, yeah, that's, well, you know, like that's, that's, that's some proof, like that illusion. And it's, it's bad because thinking about it, like I'm partly responsible for like regurgitating some of this bullcrap that people see because like I'm a person who creates images. Like I'm a person right. who, you know, so I'm really, it used to really bother me, like when I first started, like doing promotions or doing certain stuff that I feel like went against. Oh, I knew the truth, and I knew people was gonna watch what I created, and they was gonna think a certain kind of way gotcha. based off of something I created. Yeah, and, you know, to a certain degree, yeah, we do have a part in it, and then for, for another degree, like other people are have. Okay, so I did a, I'm not going to say who, or I'm not going to say no names of what I did, but I did a project and it ended up becoming something that I wouldn't have originally done. You know okay. what I'm saying? And it really bothered me for it. Really, it kind of still bothers me because I'm like, if I never would have did this, would this have happened and would people mm -hmm. have been affected or would stuff have panned out like this and people would have been thinking certain things or people would think like, well, I need to do what they did doing or I need to do right. this or I need to do like, I'm thinking like what part I played in it, you know? Yeah. But it's like, okay, I created this, but they created that. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And knowing like, we all got free will. Like, we're nothing stopping them from taking what we did and then creating something completely different. I just got to know like, that's not something that I believe in and that I would support. But right. at the same time, like, people are free to do whatever. And for me, in this industry, that's the hard part, because it's like you create something for somebody else, mm -hmm. but they might represent something that you don't represent. You know what I'm saying? And might put views or put thoughts out there that don't necessarily, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, spiritual mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, they might try to make it spiritual, but it ain't. <laughs> so it's like... But at the end of the day, I also have to think like everybody human. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my shortcomings and all that stuff. But I feel like we shouldn't use that as an excuse to do trifling stuff. A lot of times right. we just say, well, ain't nobody perfect, ain't nobody human. Well, if everybody thought like that, we do it. We do the wild, wild west. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> at some point in time, like, we got to draw the line and be like, no, you, this, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You know, or I'm going to do this. You free yeah. to do whatever you want to do, but I'm doing this and it stops right here. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's something personal and not binding to, like you're saying, like the lies and saying like, well, if you're not doing this, then who, who are you or what are you? Or yeah. you're not here, so how good are you, are you really? Like right. those are like lies that the enemies will tell you to try to get you off your game and get you in a place that's going to destroy you. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, like any Lee you can think of. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So that's oh. kind of like how I feel about that. Oh yeah, that's true. Duran, what's uh, what's one thing you would share with someone that does not know Jesus? Would you say if you could say one thing? That it's not this mythical person in the sky that you know. However, you got to think. For it to be real for you, that's mm -hmm. how you gotta think. If you gotta think it's a man in the sky, you think it's a man yeah. in the sky. But it's so much more than that for me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's like Pastor Ellie used to teach us, like, it's really an intimate personal relationship. And that's the part that people don't preach about. That's the part that you're not yeah. gonna cut on the TV and hear about. That's the part that you pick up a book, that's not gonna be the first chapter. Like, yeah. The, 
the personal relationship is really the key to like unlocking everything. You know what I'm saying? Within us, stuff we want to do, people we're going to impact, the people we're going to touch. Like, mm-hmm. but that's the part that, that most churches, you're not going to hear that. You're going to church, you're going to see the collection plate, you're going to hear the music, you're going <laughs> to get, you're going to hear everything but that. But get yeah. a person like people with Christ. Like, that's going to be the last thing you hear. If you hear it at all, some people probably not haven't even heard it at all. Like, oh, if yeah. I'm going to church, if I'm paying a little money, I'm a good person. Like, that's kind of like, the worldly view on it, but it's yeah. to me is like so much deeper than it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I would say to them if they if you don't know, like, start first with knowing. Not saying like you go all of a sudden go wake up in the morning, you gonna just be like, oh Christ, you laying right beside me in my bed. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but at least yeah. go into it knowing that it's not the show. You know what I'm saying? It's not. The clapping, yeah, you know, he worthy to be praised. We all know that, but it's not that. It's not the clapping. It's not the stumping. It's not the clothes. It's not the attention on social media. Yeah. It's not the makeup. It's not what you're driving. It's not what you're wearing. It's not how you seeing some people treat other people who say they're Christian or believe. Like, it's not any of it. Like, it's the exact opposite of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it is your personal relationship with Christ. That's the part that when you're feeling down and you want to post something crazy on social media, on Facebook because you're depressed or you don't want to go through the day or somebody you thought was your everything turned it back on you or made up a lie about you or whatever. And now you just feel completely lost because you had your whole world wrapped up in this person like or this or this child or this car or this job or like it's like so much deeper than it, you know? But again, like, yeah, that's stuff we don't talk about. Like we don't talk about like how to get closer. I mean, Pastor Elliot taught us, thank God. So, I mean, we kind of get, and I'm pretty sure there's other people, not saying he's the, the guru on that. I'm pretty sure there's other people out there that's in Huntsville or Atlanta. Yeah. Or <laughs> or Florida or wherever yeah, everybody at or whatever, like, who God can put in your life because he know like if you're seeking him. So if you run into a bad apple or whatever, he going to put somebody in your path that's going to tell you the truth, that's going to lead you, or at least put a seed. I mean, it's going to be up to you to keep you know looking, but at least put a seed, plant a seed that's going to make you look at stuff different. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. church is a huge social, and that used to get me frustrated because coming up, I was like, we ain't doing nothing. I went back and read, I can really tell this is going to have to be another time, but like when I graduated <laughs> college, I was really like searching for Christ for myself. Yeah. I grew up in a church, you know, my mom and dad both went to, you know, church or whatever, grew up in a church, and it was like trying to find that personal relationship. So I'm going oh. here, going there, looking at this book, looking at that book, looking at this religion, looking at that religion, like going on the internet, looking at all this information, looking at all, you know what I'm saying? I mean, people who looking for God, they know what I'm talking about because you go there, you get mounds and mounds of websites you get saved on your phone because you got like all this quote unquote <laughs> hidden information or hidden knowledge of this or whatever, like that you just you just you trying to find God. So right, exactly. I was doing all of that and it was so funny because I was reading this book and it wasn't a Christian book. It was um it's the philosophy book that I was reading because at the time I was reading like on Confucius and a lot of stuff to be honest, and Buddhism and stuff. And this dude, I was reading this book, mm-hmm. and the guy, it's not high. He said, if you came to this religion from your religion, go back to your religion and find God in your religion and then come back here. Mm. He said, because if not, you like a leaf blowing in the wind. 
Wow. And I knew that whole time it's like a light bulb went off because I was like, God, no, I'm searching for him. Of all the books I could have read, of all the information <laughs> that I could have consumed in that time frame, uh, I read that book with that specific <laughs> sentence at that specific wow. time that I was specifically looking for him. Wow. So I said, well, what do I believe in? I'm over here reading all this stuff or whatever. What do I consider myself? Well, I consider myself a Christian. I would say, you know, I grew up in the church. That was, you know, where my foundation. So I believe in Christ, but okay, what do I know about him? What I'd have heard in the church, what I'd have heard my mama say, what I heard my daddy say, nothing that I personally knew for myself. So I said, well, let me go back and find out who this Jesus person really is because I call myself a Christian. I need to at least read some stuff he done said or did. Yeah. So I'm like the average person, like went through church. You know, you hear the stories. You, I mean, everybody know that. You could be not a Christian and come to church and you know all the stories. So it's like, I went back and I read the four gospels. I was like, okay, if I believe in Christ, I'm going to go back. I knew the four, I knew he was in the four gospels. Yeah. So I said, well, let me go back and read the four gospels and see what yeah. he was talking about. And I went back and read them, and it was just like a light. It was just like, for the first time, I felt like, okay. Like, it's like everything came together. Like, it's like when you said the light came on, it was just like, it all made sense. And not saying, like, you know, I don't appreciate Eastern philosophy or wisdom. Like, I do. But at that moment, Christ became like my savior. Like, my personal relationship at that specific uh-huh. moment. Yes. Even though I had been baptized, like I had been baptized. I got baptized when I was like 13, 14, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. But, and I went and talked to Pastor Elliot. I was like, Pastor Elliot, I told him what happened or whatever. And I was like, at that specific moment, I still remember that moment. Like, why is it so clear? And he said, well, that's the, that's the exact moment you had a conversion experience. He said, a lot of people in oh, church, yeah. you know, they mm-hmm. say, you know, they believe in Christ and they might do or whatever, but at some specific time in your life, you keep living and you and God know you search for him, you're going to have some type of experience where you see him like super clear. Oh, and yeah. for me, like that was the specific time for me, like that it all kind of came together and I was just like, okay. But again, this one, I was like maybe 21 or 22. So mm-hmm. I still hadn't really lived a lot of life, but right. the fact that I had him early on, I definitely would say, save me. I mean, I still, you know, like, again, fall short and whatever. Right. But at least I know who to go to. And at least I know, you know what I'm saying, I know what his word said and what he say. You know, yeah. I mean, not to say I don't read the whole, I read the whole Bible. There's a lot of wisdom in the Bible. There's a lot of knowledge in the Bible. But them four Gospels, oh, I yeah. believe in Christ. <laughs> so yeah. I would be in them four books, like, try to see what he said, how he lived, how he treated people, like, and then I believe he rose again. Like, I believe he, you know what I'm saying, he was a child. He was a child of God. So, mm-hmm. and I did. I got everlasting life believing in him. You know what I'm saying? However that looks like. But I think we were talking earlier about how people perception of it. I think it's not that. I think it's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It might be the guy on TV saying sow a seed and send him two hundred dollars for two thousand. Like it's all kind of ways people think. You know, it's all stuff. It's all type of stuff out here. But just know it's not that. It's that moment. You know what I'm saying? You seeking him. He revealed himself in the most unbelievable, like mind blowing, like life changing way. And then from there on, like you know, he you know he there, like you know it's real. But mm-hmm. like again, like you said, like life gonna happen. So this gonna happen. This person gonna say this. You gonna get fired from your job. Yeah. You go. You know what I'm saying? You gonna get all kind of stuff is gonna happen. But to, yeah. you know what I'm saying to strengthen or decrease that their relationship. So that's kind of like how I look at it. 
Man, what are you saying is just so similar to my testimony as far as growing up in the church and then, like you said, specifically having that conversion experience, like just seeing Christ clearly and like the back mm-hmm. of the New Testament where Christ mm-hmm. is like, what? I wasn't told mm-hmm. this. So, wow. Yeah, it's something about that moment. Like that's, so that's my turning point. <laughs> and I feel like that'll be everybody. I feel like the word, I feel like the word is everybody's turning point. Like if oh, we yeah. can just get to that and get past yeah. The human part, that's the part that really trips us up, is the human part. And that's the part we we can't do without. I mean, we humans down here having a human experience. So mm-hmm. I would say spiritual beings having a human experience, but it's no way right. to get away from that human experience. So the church heard, the social gossip, mm-hmm. the who doing what, who who sleeping with who, who cheating on who, who stepping out, who got this, who got that, who ain't got no money, who got money. All of that is like not Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the human part that we look at and focus on, but it's not like that's not it. Like mm-hmm. that ain't got nothing to do with him. You know what I'm saying? That's us and I miss. But like you said, like that every that moment when you read something Christ said, and you just like that makes so much sense. And that's how I feel. But why is people not doing that? Or why are people not yeah. acting like that? It's like then you start to see the reality of stuff. Then you start to see like, okay. This whole thing is like a the like the matrix for real. Like it's all it's rigged up, you know what I'm saying? It's rigged up a certain kind of way. And it ain't rigged for a spiritual person. I say that, but you know, like it is what it is. But it makes me wonder like how many people are walking around and have not had that conversion, you know? So I'm feeling like yeah, it's a lot. It's a so lot. And then, or, or maybe, like, you, know, you haven't awakened to the right deal yet. And that's, like, part of, that's part of the reason why when I'm doing the films, I try to do that. Like I try to yeah. put certain stuff in there to make people yeah. think different because we think it's gonna be a certain kind of way. It's like, uh-uh, it ain't yeah. it. This is yeah. how it really is. This is how it really yeah. is. And I try to make it entertaining to the point where like people forget they not feel like they're being preached to because right. life's not like yeah, that. Ain't no pastor, ain't no pastor in my window beside me preaching to me. If I like some yeah. of the stuff, I'm gonna have to figure out some of the stuff. I'm gonna have to make a decision. It's like if I'm gonna do this or not. So that's the part. Like when I'm making the movies, like let's let's do that. Like let's make it like as real as possible so people can yeah. see the life in it, but then also see the spiritual parts and be able to pinpoint it. Like that's kind of like my focus as the using my gift of creative commu- communication is yeah. I can. Instead of communicating worldly stuff and material stuff, which, I mean, however you got to be, you got to be. But Mm -hmm. for me, it's like using that gift I know he gave me to create, to clearly create, communicate a message to communicate his messages. To get that out there. He needs the creative creative geniuses and nerds, too. Like, we can't all be, like, out here for self-serving purposes. Like, God, like, dang, I'd have gave you a voice. I'd have gave your ass a... Oops, sorry. I'd have gave you a... You know what I'm saying? A camera. I'd have gave you a... An easel. I'd have gave you, you know, teaching skills. And, and you out here doing this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. i just sit here chilling till you get done. Or maybe one day i get my... You know what I'm saying? Like, so... That's kind of how I feel it be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's so good. That's so good. Wow. And thank you for explaining, like, your your vision behind uh, Isabel Studios and what you set out to do. Oh, no problem. So you also yeah. have an uh, academy. What's the vision mm-hmm. behind the academy? You don't mind sharing? 
Um, the academy came about. I actually, you know, we do like a lot of stuff in the community anyway. Always have. So, yeah. but yeah. like every time we wanted to do something, it's like we started from scratch. Okay. Like it's like, dang, okay, we want to do something, but we ain't got nothing to start with. Yeah. And we all know like how important resources are. God is there, but we also looking at like, okay, what we get, whatever. So right. it's like I was like, we need like a home base mm-hmm. where we can do some of this work that we're trying to do. Um specifically like through the arts with the community. Mm-hmm. I had always wanted to, like for the last three years, I thought I was gonna be in the school system, like trying to do certain stuff with them to teach kids, not only to recognize, like we was talking about breaking down the illusion of what they think. Like my my goal is to tear all that down. It's just, okay. And and I'm now I'm not simply trying to say like I'm walking around here like hunchback of Notre Dame. Like I like taking pictures like the next person. I like putting on a nice shirt like the next person. I like you know what I'm saying. I don't say I'm one right here. You know what I'm saying trying to be a bomb. Like I feel myself sometimes too. But also yeah. letting them know like this is not reality. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and don't feel like you have to create this. Like you, it's other stuff out here you can create. Even though it's enticing, you can use your skills to tell another story. You can use your skills to. And not only that, but with the academy on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we do like spiritual empowerment. So really and truly, awesome. I feel like the the goal for me was to bridge spirituality and art. Oh because wow! Because for me, like with art, to me, the world kind of takes art to me, and like it, it, it. And this is why we have to be very strong about as artists what we will and won't do, because if we don't. Oh yeah, people out here take advantage of you. Unbelievable! <laughs> you have like, yeah, it's no, it's no spiritual guidance from this person to this person. It's only exploitation. It's only what you can do for me. It's only what can I get out of you. It's only how far can you take me with what you have. Like you won't yeah. find. I mean, you may here and there, but for the most part, you will not find anybody in the creative field who's trying to be a servant. It's a self-serving, egotistical-driven, like, gotcha. industry. You know what I'm saying? And for anybody who thinks they're going to come in here and it's going to be anything else, <laughs> it's not. Like, it just yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But my goal was to, like, try to bridge the art and the spirituality together. And let people see, like, you said, like, we still have to make choices about what we will and won't do as far as, like, creating, but know that this is the, this, these are options too, and this is the spiritual truth of what we have. Okay. So if you ever get, in, which I have, face-to-face with somebody who feel like they're a little smarter than you, like, you talking to, like, a 17, 18-year-old who's super creative and super talented and can, like, run circles around you know what I'm saying? Some adult doing photography or videos or something like that. And they feel like, oh, I'm smart. I can outsmart this kid. Let me figure out a way to get over and pay them. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it is the American dream. A lot of it is capitalism. It is fine. It's like taking something and exploiting it. But teaching these kids, like, be smarter than that. Like, don't let somebody put something in your head that's a lie. And you got to go through hell just to find out five to ten years later that they told you a lie. Like, this yeah. is the lie now. You can believe it. <laughs> But this is the lie. Like, this is not reality. Like, you, you know what I'm saying, don't have to do something you don't want to do as a creative person. You just don't. It, may, it might take you longer. It might look a little different, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to. So 
that was kind of like with the with the academy really important to me is like a holistic kind of approach to like uh, a, uh, a school or after school program that can teach kids because of course they're going to be attracted to oh I want to do a YouTube video great oh I want to be an artist that's fantastic oh I want to be a movie maker and get this idea for this movie that's fantastic but also this is who you are in Christ by the way yeah. <laughs> this is the reality of how it is yeah. We teach them like financial agreements, like how to spot a good agreement, how to spot a bad agreement. Yeah. Uh, being on the lookout for people who try to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's a holistic approach to like all of it. It's kind of like a creative daycare almost. But the kids are like all ages. They are <laughs> ages. Like you get 17, 18 year olds who are like geniuses. And wow. I try to teach them as much as I know about it, you know, give them confidence and saying, you know, you don't have to sacrifice your standards and stuff like that and i teach them like some industry stuff but these i mean they remind me a lot of me coming up like just natural guy given talent oh, yeah. and just being them guidance more than anything like because they get you know they got enough to get them started on their on their on their jet, journey and they path, you know and god already got a destiny for all of us he already got a destiny for them now you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like this is just a stop not be telling them like yeah this is a stop so wherever you're going like just take mm-hmm. what you're gonna need but God gonna take you somewhere like you not you can't even imagine like yeah. you're not even gonna be able to believe it. It's not gonna look like how you think it's gonna look more than likely, but it's gonna be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, that's so awesome that y'all are just pouring out and just speaking truth and just, oh, trying, to, just trying to just trying to put something like again just fighting that matrix. It's yeah. tough, but just <laughs> trying to but you know and it's like nobody can win the war. It's all battles. We all just here trying to do our little battles and like. We all got personal things going on or whatever. Like we got our own battles and you know temptations or whatever. We got to overcome and, and battle with it or whatever. But just trying to get your battle in for the war. You know the war been raging before we got here. Two thousand. You know I don't know how long this we've been here, but raging in and it's gonna be raging two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand years from now. Like if we still here, <laughs> it's still yeah. gonna be the same thing. You know gonna look different, whatever. On yeah. Mars or Jupiter, home, and still gonna be people trying to get over, and still gonna be trying for people, and still gonna be people with good hearts trying to do the right. Like it's just it's the same, same thing over and over and over again. So, Dre, how can people uh, connect with you if they want? They're interested in the academy, interested in seeing about your upcoming productions because you got a mood you're working on something right now so oh yeah i'm super excited about it (laughs) i'm super excited oh my god i can't wait to see it it's the most it's been the most challenging i ain't gonna lie oh my god you have no idea log you oh wow it has been not as far as defeating challenging but As far as again, like the leveling, the levels, you know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's all. It's just it's 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 more it's more obstacles to get to the oh yeah to the finish line. So, but I mean, fantastic, the most amazing cast. Wow, spiritual people, good-hearted people, who saw the message in the film and was like, "We finna make this happen," yeah. and that makes a difference too. You know what I'm saying? Working with people who can see like that message you can see like what you're trying to get across as a creative person like that's just the best thing ever like mm-hmm. and then taking what what's on the paper and then like giving you something you like oh my god like this you get chills because you know like oh my god when people see this 
like it's gonna change something. Like it's gonna change. It's gonna change how people see stuff. So, yeah, super excited. Like probably uh, the most excited about any film ever. Like you just got me so excited about it. Even more. Can you tell I'm excited? Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> so think about. Okay, so what's your social media? They wanna they wanna know when the movie's coming out, how they can follow you, how they can find information about the Academy. Um Academy, yeah. you go to isabelacademy.com. Um okay. and you can if you got a kid who's very creative and talented and you like, what am I gonna do with this kid? Like I don't even know. <laughs> they won't pick up a basketball, they wanna <laughs> just be in their room while they doing weird stuff. <laughs> Definitely bring them to the academy because they're gonna be with a lot of other kids who yeah. just geniuses like the kids are like super, super, super dope. So go to Isabel Academy, click apply. You can apply to kids there. We got great, fantastic volunteers. A lot of uh, A&M seniors and grad students help mm-hmm. volunteer with the kids. They're in theater. They're in arts. So yeah. it's just, it's really cool. And we have, again, like the speakers come in. Shout out to the AKAs that came in and gave us uh, volunteers last year. And they came in and spoke to Kim Collier. Shout out to Kim for doing an amazing job with the Academy. We got through our first year. It was crazy, but we got through it. That's a that's a whole nother video, the testimony and how all of that happened. But yeah. It's, yeah. I was is the Isabel Boys, you can find out you follow me on my name, Drain Isabel on Instagram. Okay. You don't know when it dropped, because if we're gonna put it in, it's gonna be yeah. anyway. You know that. <laughs> yes. You know oh, that. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to yeah. see it. Shout out Kimberly who's watching as well as Cynthia, my mom. Thank you for watching, guys. Uh, Cynthia says she really enjoyed this. So, um, thank you, Jaran, so much for. I'm gonna share too. Like, did you tag me on Facebook? Because I'm gonna share it. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll share it. Yeah, I'll tag you on the on the um on the recording. Yes. Okay, I'm over here at Jeremy's now. Jeremy House. Finna go in here and see the baby. Oh, and congrats again. Oh, yeah, we talking about uncle. We gotta talk about it. So I feel like uncle is the most awful, <laughs> the most horrible, the most un-nice sounding word in the English language. You're right. Isn't uncle just like, it just sound weird and awkward. <laughs> Like, like auntie is cool. So you can say TT, you can say Amy, you can say Annie, you can say yeah, aunt. Like, but uncle. I mean, you can say unk, but even that just sound unk. That just yeah. sound like you constipated or something. Like it's just not a cool yeah. word. So that going about uncle. You might need. I'm gonna say, are you going with the Spanish version or something? You go yes, the I language. am. So I told okay. them they go the, the Spanish version is Tio. So the baby's that. gonna call That's me Tio Tio J. That's yeah. it. I, yeah. I, I felt that. <laughs> That's you perfect. Did that sound so much better than Uncle? It's you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you again and thanks everyone for watching. Um, I'll see you again on the next episode of Let's Talk Testimony. Have a great evening. Later.